It's taken us nearly an hour, Don. We're on to it. Very good. <laughs> do, do you want a hundred shirt in the Roland van der Merwe pavilion? No, and it's roll off as well. <laughs> Roland. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking of Roland the Furvier. They were Roland the Furvier, Oakland Morgan in Somerset. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it, yeah, it's, it's uh, well, I've changed teams, if you haven't noticed. Um, I've gone from the Oval Invincibles to the Northern Superchargers. Never supported Leeds before. Or is it Leeds United nil? Is that their proper name? I don't know. None of us are Leeds fans, are they? Well, they got, they got, they got relegated, didn't they? Leeds? Yeah, do you have football down there? Yeah, we're well, yeah, Plymouth Argyle. <laughs> Not the... much. Bristol City are in the championship. That's in Somerset. There you go. So yeah, I mean that that for me is the central argument, I think, against the hundred. It's not the it's just the transient nature of franchise cricket which I yep. think we do not need in this country because we already have this established pyramid of junior cricket club cricket national counties cricket county cricket international cricket and if you're just trying to ram the hundred in there for the yeah so it is the laudable goal of increasing participation and awareness of cricket I just think there's better ways of doing it um look <clears throat> i have been keen for change in domestic cricket for decades um I, I don't think we'd be having this discussion if somerset were or the west of england were involved in the hundred we wouldn't be having this conversation end of mm. you know it's because somerset are not involved end of but look i i agree and i appreciate your comments and your concerns but there's a big but to this whatever anyone says men's playing numbers are dwindling the game of cricket isn't um our, our domestic county cricket doesn't hold the same relevance on the world stage it once did. The game of cricket isn't quite as popular as it once was. Ethnic communities are not infused or excited by county cricket. That's well documented. Things had to change. I was surprised by the 100 format. I thought it would be 15 times 8 ball, which is the same currency as T20. That's what I thought. Um, but the problem is, and I would not be against a West of England side, but the problems associated with that is that the tournament then becomes longer. I understand your concerns, but I'm not sure the game of cricket has been in a healthy state for a number of years in amateur cricket. And we need, Anthony and myself are not the future of the game of cricket we're not i've had my time it's somebody else's time and if we don't enthuse excite and encourage the youth there is no future i'm afraid that's my opinion and i will stick to it yeah but nobody disagrees with that it's a, it's a question of how you do it 
and and to do it in a way that completely disrupts the whole of the English cricket season is clearly the wrong way to do it. They need to read your your objectives are absolutely right. The way of going about it at the moment is absolutely wrong. I do appreciate that. I very much do appreciate it. But we were never going to get turkeys voting for Christmas. And that was part of the problem. Um, they've tried prior to Andrew Strauss, prior to Colin Graves and Harrison. I can assure you they have tried to amend and change county cricket over the years. And each time they went up a cul-de-sac and had to turn around. And yeah. that is part of the problem. And that actually caused, which was uneasy for me, and it caused the reason and the way that it was done so many years ago, you know, when the 100 eventually came in. It's awkward. I, I, I hold my hands up and agree with you. But we needed to change something. Something needed to happen for the sake of the future. No one else came to me or did I see any relevant or good arguments in the way to change the game going forward apart from have a two-divisional blast? I mean, whoopee, that doesn't, that doesn't do anything. That doesn't achieve what we want to achieve. Um, Somerset full have capacity crowds every T20. Magnificent, magnificent ground. But there are teams around uh, who... who um, how can I say? Uh, sometimes they don't are not bothered by having kids in because they need the thirty-three quid a ticket, and the and the and the thirty thousand pints of cider and beer sold. That's more important to them than the kids. So why don't the ECB subsidise that then and get the kids in? They've got all these cheap hundred tickets. Why don't they do that T20 blast? Like if well, my my personal thing. I'm 27, and the reason yep. I've got no one in my family liked cricket no interest or background in it as a teenager i was taken to somerset on a friday night and that's made me the badger and the lover for cricket i am today because of friday night county t20 blast and that's okay you, you're asking for more money from the ecb just hold hold that thought at the moment every county gets 4.5 million that's about 80 million across the 18 counties all i'm going to ask you is where does it stop because for instance, Derbyshire have 830 members. You know, do we stop at 5 million, 7 million, 9 million? With the economy and the crisis we're in, where does that money actually stop? Um, because I think that's a really important point. It should come from the TV money. If they televised the blast, then that would, that would help a lot. And the 100 is costing the ECB money. It's cost them 9 million quid so far, so it's just hardly yeah. helping the overall health of the game. Well, apart... 9 million is probably a drop in the ocean when you compare the TV deal. But, but, um, we, we're not, we haven't got anything that is relevant on the world stage. The, the T20 Blast is fantastic. It's successful. It's uh, financially successful it's enjoyable and it's a great evening but for some well, why of the didn't games they, why didn't they build on that then instead of inventing a completely new competition yeah talking about relevance on the world oh, stage there yeah. are so many franchise tournaments around now that it is just an arms race to maintain that relevance i mean you look at you know that one that went on in the um yeah. in the in the emirates in, in january that was 
Like, what the hell was that? That was just yeah. like, you know... It, that was it's, them trying to stay relevant on the world stage. Yeah, as even, it's just yeah. even a tournament for tournament's sake. As a non-ICC member. And we're yeah. going to see that in America. But what we can't what, what argue with... What was the point with... of that tournament? It was to get a load of crickets together, put a product on, and sell it to a broadcaster for money. That was the point of that tournament. Whilst there competing there with a... three other T20s at the same time. Yeah, so what? It's just okay. So you can watch what was it? The SAT20 in the in the morning. I think the the big bash was still going Sri Lankan. at the same time. The Sri Lankan one and that one. So I mean, I love cricket. I watch cricket on the TV, but I would not watch four random T20 tournaments going on from two o'clock in the morning until half past ten at night. It's it's just so much. I mean. The IPL is obviously the daddy of them all. Probably next, I would say, is the Big Bash. These tournaments have all got... There are quirks and differences with, with these little tournaments in terms of, uh, what would I say, the feel of them, if you like. The Big Bash feels like a different tournament just for the, the, the cultural uh, mannerisms of Australia, for want of a, of a better phrase. But I I hope... I haven't explained this very well, but I hope listeners can kind of understand what I, what I mean. Uh, with that and I think that the blast has a different feel to it as well yes but um, with the blast you're already telling me you can't fit any more in at Taunton because you've got a full house so how do we get any more in how do they get more kids in if you go to a hundred game I presume you haven't because if you go to a hundred game you would say to me oh my god toppers there were lots of kids there. Yes, there was a drinking culture. Because they're really actually, cheap tickets. That's why they're there. There were kids and families there, and it was a lovely, lovely atmosphere. Yeah, but those Sorry. Kids, would they not have gone to a blast game? At, no, because at, they at can't get into the grounds because the blast, generally speaking, is sold out. Well, I thought you said a minute ago that the counties were struggling to sell out. You were saying about Derbyshire and some of the grounds not selling out. Yeah. Derbyshire, Derbyshire don't sell out most of their T20s. That's Derbyshire. But the kids from London, Birmingham, don't forget we talked about ethnic communities, which is Middle important. Middlesex don't sell out. They used to, but having lost nine out of a nine, they don't sell out. You're right. I there. went to Middlesex a couple of years ago, and it was an awful atmosphere for T20 blast. The worst one I've been to, to be honest with you, but that's a separate well, argument, though. But they're wine and salmon, to be it, fair. It was very corporate T20 at yeah. Middlesex. It is. It's the prawn sandwiches and all that. But, uh, yeah, look, we, I, I'm content while we're trying. You, you have, you, all you've come back to me is invest in the T20, give free tickets out, and have a second two-divisional T20 blast. That's no, not I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just that's saying not going to should... cut it. We should build on, but develop the T20. I'm not going to be specific as to as to how, but we don't need a completely new tournament. We can adapt the the, the blast so that it serves the purposes that you've outlined in developing the game and bringing new people into the game. We don't need a completely disruptive additional tournament that buggers up the ashes, um, makes a complete mess of four-day county cricket uh, in the season and turns the 50-over one-day cup into a non-competition. You know, there's got to be a better way. Uh, yeah, I, we have, I, No I, one's come up with it, Anthony. Nobody's come up with a better way. Well, there um, has to be. Well... There, there I, you go. I was one of 
10, 10 to 15 journalists at the first ever pilot day in England of the 100 at Trent Bridge, all those, how many years ago it was. Daryl Mitchell was a PCA chairman at the time. We, we watched 200 games on the Trent Bridge surface. Then we interviewed Daryl Mitchell and a few other players involved. Paul Walter was there, a few others. I've got the scorecard. I wrote a couple of pieces on it. And they didn't have a clue what was going on. It was bizarre. They didn't, the five ball sets was bizarre. No one could yeah. quite work it out. They had the, I can't remember his name, but the guy, was it? Oh, I can't remember his name. But the Australian guy from Australian tennis came over and it was his sort of idea. And it, we all just thought this is bizarre. This is never going to work out. All the journalists were agreeing. The players were agreeing. What, what on earth's going on? And then suddenly this tournament that no one else plays, cricket, if you define cricket, balls are bowled in overs. If you go to coaching yeah. anywhere, balls are bowled in overs. And suddenly there's this five ball set or 10 ball set What's actually think it's complicated. If you want to get kids and people into the game, why complicate a game? Cricket's, you know, a niche game as it is. Let's keep it simple. Yeah. Um, but let's not forget that there was always going to be a T20 franchise tournament before. Before the 100, it was going to be a T20 franchise tournament. So there yeah, still would have which been might have been more sensible. Just would have yeah. been a different format. The, the, yeah, look, I appreciate that. The 100 as a format, I was, and I've said this from the word go, and I've written about it, said it wherever I've gone. Um, I'm very much my my over it and I understand why but the 100 if we'd have played 15 eight balls uh, my my thought at the time the format we, you know we could have 15 eight balls seven from one end eight from the other that reduces the overall time of a game or an innings but it also stays within the currency of 120 balls which is what T20 is so there was uh, similarities or connections and that, that for me were sound and good and we came up with a hundred and the hundred funny enough for me for other people that i know older people and kids they're content with a hundred they're not cricket fans as such not like cricketers but they quite are quite comfortable with the hundred ball sets of five so maybe the cricketing fraternity are not so keen the non-cricketing fraternity are content i don't know but i agree i was surprised by the format well i think if the goal of it is to convert the non-cricketing fraternity into the cricketing fraternity then putting this extra layer of difference between the, the two formats is is confusing because you would then go oh you go from bowling 10 balls at one end and two sets of five and a bowler can bowl one five or he can bowl two fives too yeah, in no this idea. now in this cricket the proper cricket that we're trying to get you into oh that's different you have to re relearn that again I, I you know it's i mean if you play five aside football up to 11 aside football the basic sets of rules don't change really i know there's you know yeah good point no shoulders no things like that and blah 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 but um yeah. The one, the one other area that is worth noting to, to you as a committee is if we'd have stuck and invested in the blast and if we had a two-divisional blast in a, in, a, in a period of time now where money is essential, maybe the next TV deal will not be as, uh, as good, but we wouldn't have got the current TV deal. And to be honest, the current TV deal is superb um, and is probably keeping a few wolves from the door, if we're brutally honest. Because, you know, up the road from your ground, Gloucestershire lost half a million last year. Um, Middlesex lost a million last year. Um, uh, we don't really know exactly the, the financial um, situation on some of the counties 
I would suggest with the best part of four and a half million being given each year, that uh, there's there's some worrying times looming ahead. That's my, and I'm not an accountant. I, you know, I just manage my own little bank account and I don't go and spend five quid on a racehorse either. So I'm quite frugal. So I'm worried about the, the financial situations of some of the counties. You'll be able to tell me much better about Somerset. Well, I think Somerset are doing all right. I mean, Somerset, Somerset is not the target market of what something like the hundred is is trying to cure. They sell out on blast. They've got really good community engagement. You cast your mind back down to the first pod that you did. I think it was just me and you. We talked about the hundred. I don't know if it was me or, or you suggested. It, but I remember we said, let's look at the outlying cases, the com- the the, uh, the counties who are who are struggling for whatever reason to sell out blast nights for whatever reason they are struggling to get the community engagement. Pull it all together. Get the best practice from the the, the counties like us who are doing well. Essex obviously, you know, do it well. Um, Gloucester maybe. Uh, all right, but uh, any others who, off the top of your head, are, are pretty good at getting their community engagement sorted? And... Sorry, were there any other counties you th- uh, think I was good um, examples of getting their sort of community engagement? Well, I, th- I think Leicester. Leicester are trying to. Yeah, yeah, they've done some really good things recently. So, I mean, you know, they've got. They've got aspirations of spending 60 million on their ground in the middle of a very traditional housing estate. How on earth? I, I do think there's a little bit of blue sky thoughts there. 60 million from Leicestershire. I'm not convinced that I, I think that's a bit of blue sky thinking. I think big area. is great there, but it's a big ethnic area for cricket and diversity and getting people into the game. Correct. They love the cricket around there. So. Maybe there could be. Dare I say this? What would you say to this if the hundred teams um, did capture some private investment, which when then filtered down to the counties, would would that be a good thing? Would it be a bad thing? I I don't know. It's out of my, way above my pay scale, but money is a problem. Essex have um, had a, a case which we're pretty aware of that hasn't been uh, reported on as yet. Um, with a report to come out. But at the moment, I believe it's cost Essex half a million pounds. They haven't got that kind of money. Have we got too many counties? There's a question for well, you. I, I was just going to circle back to That's that point. Is expanding With the 100, it seems we're trying to expand the game by contracting the number of centres that it's played at. I mean, professional football can support, you know, well, 92 professional clubs in the football league plus all the associated sort of non-league semi-pro clubs. So if we are looking to expand the game, why aren't we saying, well, let's try and make cricket as popular as football? I know it's a, a goal that will probably never be reached, but if you don't have a goal, you're never going to strive to achieve it. And, you know, let's say, for example, why why is the aim of the ECB or whoever to say... Well, let's try and get 36 first-class counties. Let's try and make cricket. I mean, this is, you know, this isn't going to happen by next August. This is a 50, 100-year long-term plan. Why isn't that the goal? To say, you know, let's let's try and get... Devon is a, is probably the one that's cited the most as, as being the one that is most likely, or at least it was a few years ago, to have be become that 19th first-class county. When did Durham become? Was it 92, 93? 
Yeah. Correct. Like that. Yeah. So, you know, it does happen occasionally. It's not a suddenly you're going to turn 15 national counties into professional counties and bung them all in a three or four division county championship. But that should be the aim for me, to create more professional cricket. Not not cut the numbers just because you think it's not popular. Mm. Work out the method of making it popular so you expand the game rather than contract it. Because we always have the this... this uh, the, 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 the schoolboy from Truro is Gordon Hollins's favourite uh, analogy to use, isn't he? When he wants to play cricket in the summer, where does he go to watch the top flight? He's got to he's got to go to Cardiff or he's got to go to Southampton well, in the summer holidays. I, mean, you, I appreciate appreciate that, Shep, entirely. Um, the, the, the the small issue is the history. Um, we've got we've got two sets of three counties within 60 miles of each other. We've got Somerset, Bristol and Glamorgan. Is it about 60 miles from Taunton to to Cardiff? Maybe 75. 70? 85. There's a but man who's done that drive a long counties time. covering that. <laughs> and then when you look at Derbyshire, Notts, and is it Leicester or not Derbyshire, Notts and Northampton, again, there's about 60 miles for three counties. That, that in itself is a bit awkward. I live in East Anglia, I live in Suffolk, so it's not a hotbed for football. There's no one in the Premier League. I have to go best part of two hours down to uh, uh, the, the Olympic Stadium at West Ham. If I want to watch rugby, I have to go two and hours to Saracens or two and a half hours to Northampton. Um, I do understand and appreciate that, but if I want to go to the theatre, I don't go to Ipswich or Colchester. I end up going. Uh, to London to see the very best. So to travel, I have to travel to see the very best. And the lad from Devon or Somerset to watch the hundred, I don't think is. I'm not disputing that. Shep, Shep, which football team do you support? Arsenal. Arsenal. God, you've got to travel a long way to watch (laughs) your boys. Why is it all about the best quality? Why Point can't taken. we just enjoy sport? Why is it all have to be about the best quality? I, I'm not well, looking for the yeah. best quality. You can I just want to enjoy, enjoy watching sport it. then. You can go and enjoy the Royal London at Taunton, which is literally down the road. But then but if you go back to that... Best, but it Chet might not good, be the best. Chet made a good point about football earlier. Imagine in football, we win the World Cup over 90 minutes and then we decide we're going to cancel the Premier League. We're going to stop playing the Premier League. We don't want to play 90 minutes of football anymore. We're going to completely change the format. We won the 2019 yeah. World Cup and then we diminish the the 50 over competition in the country and suddenly we start playing a format that no one else would play and then we don't play you know Will Smith's never played a 50 over game or maybe he's not the best example but loads of our no, quality players well for the England Lions but yeah not for Torn no, well, he did quite Sons, well in yeah. that yeah so many players aren't playing 50 over cricket and they're, they're getting picked for the 50 over side it's bizarre well Moen Alley there you go hmm. yeah I mean my point it wasn't necessarily about about the best it was watching your the best players for your team if you like so you know if he's he's now I mean no disrespect to any of the lads in the in the Somerset uh, Academy ranks and those uh, you know the likes of Alfie Ogborn and, and, and that uh, and those guys will be uh, a key part of the, the the bright side of life one day cup uh, come August but it's difficult to stay engaged then if those guys are being shipped off to another tournament for a month um, you know, they're like obviously, you know, your, your, your Smeeds, Bantons, well, pretty much the whole first choice uh, uh, Vitality Blast team are being uh, 
uh, press ganged up over the uh, Seven Bridge to, to Cardiff and various other places. Um, yeah, and the point about I kind of go against myself. It's not necessarily about the quality; it's about the engagement. Because the the clubs that we talked about, like your Derbyshire's, your Leicestershire's, they're not full because they're bad. They're not full because something just hasn't clicked with the community, and they're not getting engaged with cricket for whatever reason. We talk United, you know, they got they got relegated, didn't they? Why do you they, think they... it might be, Shep? Why do you think it might be? Well, cricket not being on free-to-air TV, the Natwest um, Trophy is a big one as well. Do you remember? This is Harry talked a few a few moments ago about you know being taken to Taunton on Friday nights. Uh, I'm not sure when you say teenager, Harry. I'm not sure whether that's thirteen or, and being a little bit geeky or nineteen and getting on the beer. Both, but all of the above. Eleven years old, we had a school trip to watch Devon. Well, we'll see what form two was cricket mad school trip to Exmouth to watch Devon against the mighty Essex I've looked it up a game that you played in I played in that yes. yeah uh, Gibbo was there I didn't uh, I didn't bump, I didn't bump into him why was Gibbo there was he commentating no I don't think so I was there just I can't remember why I was there but I was there yeah I remember it well yeah. and just sat on the boundary Graham Gooch fielding a few meters away from us at fine leg, the guy that we'd seen on the telly, you know, scored 300 against India the, the year before. Experiences like that, like the kids had down at South Devon with the Somerset players coming in, photographs, autographs, training with them, things like that get you hooked. Because nobody following professional sport is the most illogical thing you can do. It is purely emotional, and you need to get mm. kids hooked. I know you sound like a guy pushing heroin outside a primary school, but you need to get you need to, in a good way. You need to get yeah. young kids hooked. You need to get people hooked on it. Get that emotional hook in, and then you know they're there for life. Because what is logical about spending hundreds of pounds to travel all the way across the country? when there's a, a reasonable chance that you might be doing the reverse of that 100-mile journey, really disappointed and in a terrible mood. There isn't. It's not a logical sell. But if you get the emotional uh, attachment in early doors, then it's then you're golden. I, I think you're absolutely right. And the 100 is quite a number of the games are on free-to-air. Some of England's T20 is on free-to-air, which is, again, part of the good TV deal. But I'd also say that uh, the counties, say Somerset, play in that uh, prior to the Royal London. They have that game, that traditional game played away. And that's mm -hmm. important as well. Suffolk, little old Suffolk, are hosting Surrey at Sean Dixon's old club, which is called Woolpit. Um, and that will create interest, hopefully. But the reality is, with us five... If we went back to the era of when Devon hosted Essex, there are less people around genuinely interested in attending a cricket match. And we have a lot of work to do together, not just the 100, with dovetailing, what is it, all-stars, meteors, whatever they call it, clubs as well. Look, it, it's, it's a, there is a, the ECB do have a joined-up 
campaign. And I am not an ECB person. I am simply giving you my opinion on how I wanted and comfortable with the changing county cricket. Taking you back, us, you three, uh, Shep, Dan and Harry, uh, uh, and a little bit younger, where Anthony and myself, um, Anthony probably probably will rem remember the 60s there when they brought one day cricket in. And the 60s was quite controversial, playing this limited over format, which we first started with 60 over. Um, in fact, the, the Gillette, Five. I think, started 65. 65 yeah. Um, what I'm trying to say is there was the similar um, anti-feeling at the time. No, there was, wasn't. No, there wasn't. That's nonsense. Well, according to my older brother, there was. Um, no, and, it, it, you know, it, it was... We've just got to find a way for the future. But we've had a cracking discussion here on a podcast, but you haven't, nobody's come Correction, to me Dom, with... This is now going to be two podcasts. <laughs> two <laughs> podcasts. I'm going to have to split this. The, this, this the reason I'm saying that is that you, you've got the brains trust of you four haven't come to me with a defining alternative apart from invest in the blast and bring in two divisions. That or keep it as it is. However, well, I, I, I don't think, change things. I mean, it would be nice to have a, a blast Premier League, but I think I don't. It's, it's a difficult one because we we kind of argued against. Well, certainly that third division of of Championship cricket would really be. I think it would be the pits, to be honest. And you know, don't respect any of the teams that would end up in it, but you are going to struggle to sign any of the decent players for third division cricket. As soon as you get anybody half decent, they are going to be off. So I think that for me is the um, is the risk of two division blast cricket. Not necessarily as big a risk as going to three division championship cricket because I think the nature of blast cricket is a lot of the attendance is for a good experience, a good night out. And I think T20, T20 cricket between two evenly matched sides is still going to produce a good game of cricket. <clears throat> and I think the the issue is that the, the the drop in standard is not necessarily going to be as perceivable to the to the layman, which is the audience that you're going for. So I'm not that particularly worried about um, about two divisions in the blast. I think you could possibly put one on free to air. And then put the Premier League on pay TV or whichever way around you wanted to do it. Do a 50-50 split. I'm sure it would. There'd be a way of working it. If it were me, probably do 50-50. Half on Sky, half on free-to-air. Uh, with the finals day, maybe on pay-per-view or pay TV. I don't, I'm thinking kind of off, off the cuff here. Um, Dan, were you going to speak? I think, uh, I think there's so many bloody franchise tournaments around the world we could have been a bit different by just saying yeah let's do a two division one above the other have actual consequences for failure this would have been a bit of a unique setting point. i know the hundred itself you know the format is obviously unique but you know there are other ways we could have been a bit different um and it would have been a bit a lot less risky it would have lost a lot less money um just by changing the blast to two divisions i mean yeah it's not as sexy it's not as exciting as the hundred but it may have just been something which um as I said, is it is a lot less risky, causes a lot less unrest in the game, while potentially still getting people through the doors. You could have said three overseas players for the teams. You know, maybe these speakers could have, you know, 
rather than spending all that money on the hundreds, some of it could, go, could have gone into helping players sign better overseas players, into reducing ticket prices. Just would have been a bit more resilient um, and a bit um, a bit less disruptive to the game as a whole, perhaps. I don't think we even need two groups. I like that anyone could beat anyone, other than Middlesex, perhaps, this year. But even Leicestershire <laughs> and Derbyshire are winning games. Why do we need this elite? I love it that you can go and lose to anyone. Anyone can beat anyone. It's not like we've got a massive class above. Yes, Middlesex you can pick on this year, but they had Hafiz, A.B. de Villiers, Milan, Morgan a couple of years ago. That's a quality top four. Suddenly, compared to what they've got now, it's sort of Eskenazi and a bunch of youngsters. I know Luke Holman got a few runs last night, but it's. I think it's nice that teams can beat everyone and South Group saves travelling, North Group saves travelling. It's not, you know, it's ridiculous travelling they have to do from Chelmsford to take Somerset. From Chelmsford back home and then up to Chelmsford again on Monday. There's enough travelling as it is in the South Group, really. Yeah. I mean, that's not... I mean, you guys, I've got total admiration for the players in terms of your Somerset boys went to a, a benefit game for Max Waller on their day off. Basically, they didn't have a day off. I know they didn't play a proper game of cricket, but their bodies need rest. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to become unpopular by saying we possibly play too much cricket. I, I firmly believe that. You guys will probably say no, but in today, we've had, this season, we've had Jack Brook play for three sides, have we? Jack Brooks? Yeah. Yeah, We've had Leicestershire, Derbyshire, Worcestershire and Northampton take people on loan, all because their bowlers are injured. Now, all yes, I get so. keep being told is their um, England players and franchise players are the only ones who get injured and, uh, you know, they're playing franchises all around the world instead of for England. That's rubbish. It's actually the county bowlers who are getting injured and then were taking people on loan. What's the difference, really, between people going off and playing franchises and people then being taken on loan for one game, two games, three games? I think it's pathetic. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not well, a big fan of that. When the franchise players get injured, who is it that nurses them back to health? Eh? Who's ah, that? Very happy to comment. They come back you, to their counties. You've been listening to Mr. Stewart, haven't you? Yeah. Well, do, 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 do you realise? Can I ask you, are you aware? So does Mr. Gould. Can I ask you, are you aware that your Somerset players all went off to the 100? How many did you have? Oh, nine. Eight or nine or so? I can't remember. Sorry, had about 11 or 12. You had second most with, what, nine or ten? Yeah. Do you realise that those hundred fees that they get, Somerset get, Somerset get 12% of each individual fee? I bet yes. you weren't aware of that. Now that then pays for their recuperation or if they happen to be injured. Uh, the yes. hundred, the, if, you the, are, if you persist in undermining the county basis for the English game, which is what you're, what you're about, then the counties won't be there in the future in order to provide the services to produce the cricketers for the future, to go into the franchise game. You're, you're undermining the whole structure of English cricket and you, offering nothing in the way of, of return except ephemeral uh, franchises which have no fundamental loyalty which are supported by vast amounts of marketing e expenditure and and related 
money. It's absolutely no basis for the future of the game. It is. I appreciate up. that. I do appreciate that. But if we're spending, if each county is spent is being given four and a half million a year, I think, and they're still struggling. There, there, there's a problem there anyway. Let alone what you've just described, Anthony. The point is, the counties are simply struggling financially. Well, you I can't get away from that. The solution to that is not to create a new tournament that then further undermines those struggling counties. But it, how do you make the money then? The TV deal was quite central to that. And that then allocates further down the line to the 18 counties. Well, you need to... And the 18 counties to... provide the players to the England team and the England team is obviously central to the, England, to the uh, TV deal. So that's how... Massive. Know, that's obviously how... But if we go back the, to uh, football again... You know, do we, the Premier League isn't just about preparing for England. The county championship isn't just about preparing to England. They're entertaining tournaments and competitions in their own right. The people watch and support in their own right. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, we do <coughs> right something that Andrew tries not to appreciate. Yeah, and, that, yeah um, and that's another argument is is we've pretty much exclusively talked about getting kids and everybody engaged with white ball cricket, but obviously with red ball cricket is is another conversation entirely uh, with who we, you know how do we get people engaged with these slightly more longer and to the naked untrained eye boring I'm doing that in quotes uh, championship cricket but that is uh, going to be I'm sure a question for another day I'm going off to play this afternoon uh, I think the laptop I'm recording this on is about to run out of hard drive space we've uh, we've done this for so long uh, do we have any other business before we uh, knock this on the head well, I look forward to seeing Don at uh, Chelmsford on, on Monday when oh, um, God, we, we on. haven't done our teaser. We, we, we will got... lock horns again. Well, we we will lock horns, but I will be producing. I've produced a little bit of Suffolk Fair over the last few days for Anthony, but I vow to bake him a cake. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, this could be look good. Look forward to that. I look forward Bring to some it. back, give it. Yeah, I will. So, <laughs> I, I, when, are we, when are we recording next? Let's get the, let's get the schedule up. Uh, One tiny bit of AOB. James Ilder scored his first hundred for Stony Stratford the other week. In, okay. that, in that nice, get him back. He's in form. Get him <laughs> I the top you, I order. saw that on uh, the clips on social media. It, it looks weird not seeing him in a red helmet. He just it doesn't yeah. look right. <laughs> oh, he was, uh, he and, um, was at the lunch today. He was guest of our uh, our main sponsors, and he went out and batted for us in a spare bit of kit and a pair of shorts. He wasn't quite as drunk as Chris Gale was the previous years. So our next, we're not recording now again until July with the way that all the fixtures are lined. So we've got Essex on Monday, Glamorgan uh, on Wednesday. Those are both away. Then the Gloucesters at home on Friday and then Notts in the Championship. That's going to be the one with the Kookaburra ball. That starts uh, That starts on the 25th. So we'll see if we can do another two hours uh, in a couple of weeks' time, guys. Any other, any other business you. before I knock part two on the head? Oh, my, Thank just you very much one. for having me. My no, favourite comment on the Facebook group is um, Sam Curran has been made an MBE. MBE must stand for made bales fall off early. We didn't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be massive fall on that cliff. There, but, uh... <laughs> just, just quickly, I slowed down the footage and I'm pretty sure that run out was just about okay. It was a bit okay. of a weird one. His forearm maybe took the bales off, but yeah. I think the ball was touching his arm at the time, or maybe the ball had already taken the bales off. I think well, it was, was fine. There were we won't have another peasant row. 
There were disputes with yeah. Craig's one of uh, Matt Critchley on uh, whatever day it was with the Essex game, but he he let the ball go as after the bells were broken. So uh, Jacob and Jamie Obert are still going at each other on uh, on Twitter. So uh, yeah, do jump on and have a, <laughs> have a look at that. Uh, oh, it's, it's happy birthday, Steve Davis as well. Someone said just put out a notification on that. Right there, James. How about Somerset Essex T Twenty final? No, be great. So I don't think it's that much. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Right. Cheers, everyone. Right, okay. gotta go. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Sarah. Cheers. Bye. Bye.